Welcome. We're back. This is Chinese Medicine Talk Radio with CMTW and PCH. If you don't know PCH, that's uh, Practical Chinese Herbology, and that is the group of Michael Peluso. Uh, how the hell did we end up back here? You know, Josh, <clears throat> funny how things go full circle. Uh, here we are, what? Spiral. Downward. Well, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like we we went from you know inferior technology to superior technology on video podcasts now back to inferior technology of blog talk radio and blog i know you talk. know it's really funny because blog talk radio has always been your favorite um platform media platform favorite favorite I mean, this is a horrible platform look it's all that i know and i don't feel like learning anything new that's the problem. That's what it really. That's what it really came yeah. down to. It really comes See, down to just I don't want to learn anything new, so I know this platform for the most part. I, I don't even so know that it's working right now. For all I know, we could be talking and this thing's not recording it. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Right. And but there's, what no, we'll do there's is, no real. Well, what happened was <laughs> like for the last year. We we have been talking and and we just kind of ramble on and we talk and uh, sometimes Matt's there sometimes it's not Matt and I have conversations all three of us do and we're like well we should just put this on a podcast and then right. and it took us what nine months or so to to get around to doing it and I'm and I'm really yeah. just avoiding doing other things I have to do right see that's the thing I think for for a while it was a distraction. Um, and then it became a necessity, and now it's back to just uh, just being fun again. That's the goal. We, um, That's the goal. Indeed. I, I think we kind of started out with uh, with a sort of a different intention a very long time ago. The first podcast um, started in uh, late winter of 2015. We didn't even have – CMTW wasn't even around, and we just wanted uh, something no. to vent. Yeah, we just wanted to vent, and we just wanted to cause a stir and have fun, and and that's what yeah, we did. Well, that's how Chinese medicine that works uh, really began. That was its origin. Uh, was it was a it was sort of a fest, sitting around hanging, you, me, Matt, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that you now you started a lot of trouble in different groups. That was a problem. My favorite was when you were in the scholars group. And you declared that what this field does not need are any more scholars. That was a, uh, that was a good, <laughs> and then, and then reflecting on that about five minutes later and saying, what did I just post? Why did I do that? <laughs> well, what happened is like, I confidently posted what, what the field needed less of was more academics. And somebody, somebody astutely pointed out, did you really just say in the scholars group that we need less academics? And you know, Admittedly, at that point, I was capable of some self-reflection, and I thought, you know, I could say that I'm an idiot, or I could go with, hey, that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> I think at the time I went with a, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I went with it being funny to me. <laughs> it was, it was funny. We were we were starting all kinds of 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 crap. Uh, Rich Hazel was being accused of practicing the KFC of Chinese medicine. And so we, so we, we found him on another group fighting and there was, there was a lot of turmoil back then. And, 
we said, Rich, come over to our group. Don't deal with these jackasses. And there was a lot of passive aggressive stuff, even on CMTW. Yeah, there Remember was, there was trouble in the early days. Yeah. Well, people, Absolutely. people come well, I mean, Yeah. CMTW was like a crucible, you know. It was like we we were forging what we thought at the time to be, you know, the most concentrated group of people who were really only interested in getting results clinically and didn't care at all about the underlying theory behind anything. And I mean, it's not really fair to say that, I think, but I think that's kind of how it was presented. And um, I think there was a lot of frustration that was happening with regard to debt that students were in, uh, difficulty making a living. And then, you know, and, and I think it's fun now to reflect on this because I think, you know, in retrospect, the trouble that we caused, I'm, I'm now, you know, pretty good friends with most of the people that were on my hit list at that time. And oh, yeah. the, up, yeah. the upshot of it, it was that we, uh, that we started a lot of really fun discussions. And, um, I, yeah, I don't really know. The impetus behind the whole thing was, hey, let's just get a bunch of like-minded people together that are really interested in, in Chinese medicine and make it really kick ass. And I think that, you know, we were both, we were talking about this earlier, Josh, we were reflecting that, you know, we were both in a place of uh, just some frustration on, you know, personal levels. And I think it was just coming out. <laughs> really, George could have like, frustration. Ah, I think so. You know, well, you know, the thing is so. that we were, we, we came across things that were um, like uh, people and techniques and, and, you know, you kind of were hit with this idea that, wow, uh, you don't have to struggle. There were a lot of people struggling. We actually did have a cause. We had a cause that we were sick of seeing people struggle. We were sick of the failure rate of the field. And I think a hell of a lot has been accomplished in the last few years. Um, there's just so much more information. The world has grown so much smaller. Uh, there's a lot more collaboration. And there's a lot more, I think the groups have all calmed down. They've kind of settled into their own place. And all the groups Definitely. have rules. And uh, for the most part, I mean... You know, other than the occasional blow up and drama, and it's funny because you know you always get the messages from the people. I, I don't even know because we're not like on the groups all the time because you just can't babysit them. But we'll get a message. I know this happens to you. Be like, oh man, shitstorm coming on the group. Grab the popcorn. And you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we just can't have that anymore. The the degree of negativity. I mean, you had a little blow up on the on your group today, and the negativity. It, there are issues. There are reasons why some of the comments were deleted, but the overall gist was it doesn't have to be so negative. Like it, it doesn't have to go in that direction. Just it's easier just to clean up. That that's exactly it. I think what's happened is you know in the beginning, you know, three four years ago, I think that um, you know there was a lot of we we were sort of like the solidified we were solidifying sort of the the final boundaries of Western Europe, you know, all the nations were pushing against each other. There was a big kind of crack up, you know, more or less sort of a, an instability that kind of fell into a cataclysmic world war. And now I think that there's Mm -hmm. like, there's really, the boundaries are all shored up again. I think everybody knows, you know, what groups are what and what groups they belong to. And I think the big players are, are all pretty well established at this point. And I think now it's just a matter of, putting out small fires. I, I don't think, I think the camps in this profession have, the lines have been drawn. I think there are people who yeah. are going to gravitate more toward a biomedical approach in their practice and their way of looking at Chinese medicine, period. And then there's those that are going to take a very traditional 
approach to Chinese medicine, and that's how they're going to do it, and that's totally cool too. And then um, I think that what my group, I guess what PCH has done, is a little bit of a fusion of the two. Uh, It seems to be a respectful gathering place of people that are coming, again, mostly from a more traditional aspect because it is herbal medicine and there's a little less, I think, give. Right. Then there's also there's also a lot of really cutting-edge stuff, though, that like Andrew Miles is doing, you know, that's like really mm-hmm. got some mm-hmm. great pharmacology in it, that that seems to be fitting in really well with what we're doing, too. So I, I think overall there's a lot of good cooperation between the groups now. I don't see a lot of those mega fights anymore. I mean, I, I stay off of, you know, the classic acupuncturists on Facebook and all that nonsense, but – you know, I think between the groups that actually are influencing this profession, there's there's not nearly as much of that. No, no, there definitely isn't. I think we lived for battles back in the day. It was, and well, I'm we sure to, a lot of people were, were entertained. Yeah, there was a lot of that that I think just needed to happen. Lines had to be drawn, and I think now that everything is kind of out in the open, we're putting it back together in a way that makes more sense to everybody. Absolutely. And you know what? We people are making a... good money now, and that's great. And people are people are yeah, successful. And... My God, I mean, there are practitioners that are a year, two years in, three years in. They're doing they're doing phenomenal. People picking people yeah, well, having to start up new practices, and they're just yeah, it's incredible. And Matt, you know, Matty Matt Reed's one of those. I mean, you know, he came yeah. out of school and kind of jumped right into CMTW, and now he's got this successful business going there. He's got a successful practice. I think it's great. Speaking of which, he just joined us because he's a freaking slacker. Oh, hey, Pops man. On. We were just talking I about you. Mostly, you. mostly negative uh, stuff. Mo- mostly hey, negative. what's up, Blue Star? I mean, those are mostly like, kind of the only things you can really say about me. I mean, you know, well, <laughs> yeah. maintaining some semblance of honesty. <laughs> we, were, we were like, we were like, you take it yeah. so well. <laughs> and we're like, well, yeah, he's pretty handsome, but like, that's about it. Yeah, he's all well, yeah, all you're full of that. No, no That's all he's got going look. for him. He's just like eye candy, basically. I mean, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. But we were reminiscing. Now, Maddie back in the day was in school, so he had to kind of try to keep a low profile so as not to, you know, because there were also a lot of people in positions of relative authority in that school that were also, we got into it with. <laughs> I think we pretty much <laughs> yeah. got into it with everybody, really. I'm inclined to agree with you that, that really um, there was no one that was safe. You know what, though? I mean, our our purpose was and is, and I think yours too, Michael, is to, you know, share, uh, have people share, have instructors come on, and, 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 and there's a, there are a lot of people out there with a lot of information to, to give and help people become uh, energized and excited and successful and have great results in the clinic. And, uh, you know, that's always been our, that's always been our mission. Uh, the, the strange thing about it was somehow CMTW got pigeonholed because as soon as you, as soon as you kind of push one way, that defines you. Meanwhile, we were never right. against, CMTW is never against like learning the classics, not at all. But that's how we became, we became the, the anti-classics. You know, the kind of dumbed down. Everything's dumbed down. Oh, you know, it's not dumbed down at all. Because... Yeah, you're right. It, it got it got pigeonholed there. And I think what happened was um, some of our larger influences, and I think from some of the people that we were we were gaining influence from, um, were not emphasizing that so much. They were emphasizing clinical medicine, mostly clinical. And I, and there was always that argument that, of course, you know, academic study informs the clinic, and the clinic informs academic study. And and of course, that's always happening. But I think. Um, 
the classics for those of us who went to American colleges, not all American colleges, obviously, some actually emphasize them more than others. The school that I attended did not have a heavy emphasis on that. And so the perspective I was coming from was, well, you know, these classes are sort of opaque and nebulous to me. I don't really understand anything in depth. And I don't know anyone that's ever explained it to me in a way that's really made that any clearer. So I'm going to go with, you know, the boiled down versions that I hear from clinical masters that are saying, hey, if this is like this, do this. And yeah, you could accuse that of paint by numbers. You could accuse, you know, people of, of maybe oversimplifying it or dumbing it down. But the bottom line was in the end, being in the front lines and having to put food on the table, those things worked. Exactly. And that's clear. And our, 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 it's always been important to us that you put food on the table, you pay your bills, and then you have, I don't want to say the luxury, but the ability to go back and study things in more depth, take more seminars, whatever they have yeah. to be, take more seminars with on the classics. I mean, there are great people out there. Zev's out there. He's, if anybody knows the classics, the classics is Zev. But there are others too. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that, you know, when we looked at everything, we just took a look at everything. We took a look at the field. We took a look at our student debt and we thought, okay, what's the easiest way to take what we think is working really well. And the key here is, is it reproducible? Is it something that we can teach other, our colleagues or, uh, you know, up and coming students? Can we teach them in a really quick, a really effective way to start putting food on their tables and have that reliability. Remember when we first started CMCW, when we would start posting about, you know, needling techniques and we would say, yeah, needle this. And and we would wait and they would come back and be like, Oh my God, that worked so good. (laughs) Over and over. And then people started getting excited. Yeah. The buzz started to, to, and I was like, Oh, we'll give them these herbs. And if, if there's this presentation or whatever, and, and they would come back and be like, Oh my God, that works so well. And then all of a sudden we were thinking, Okay, now this is something that's reproducible. We can get into the subtleties later. Let's just let's just hit them with a sledgehammer first. Exactly, and, exactly. and it worked. And I mean, it worked really well. You know, there, well, there was this realization, this revelation that, my God, there are such effective ways. More when we were in school, it was I think all of us and, and Matt. Matt's case, Matt, I'm not going to speak for you, but I was there. Um, Matt was learning all the advanced stuff while in school. So he wanted to get the hell out of school about the third semester in. He was done. And, uh, yeah, no kidding. You know, but, you know, Michael, you and I, upon graduation, I know we were just like, does this, does this stuff even work? You know, like really objectively oh, looking absolutely. at it. And uh, then we, we had this Without revelation Dr. that Tan. there were these. Well, that was Dr. Tan who set it, set it up for a lot of people. Just, wow. You know, damn. And so we got excited. And, you know, and it was reproducible, and we could prove that the techniques were superior, especially to anything you learn in school, which isn't hard. Okay, well, granted, we'll give you that. But, I mean, Matt was using them in the school, and he was getting far better results. And uh, his, his, his um, adjunct clinical supervisors, Matt, you can expand on this, they were nice enough to let you actually use some of the techniques in the clinic, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, I was very, very fortunate in that regard. For sure. Yeah, you had some great instructors in school. We're not bashing all the adjuncts and all the instructors at the schools by any means. It's just more of the politics no. of it and everything else are just, just and really also, you know, let's face it, you know, the the TCM techniques that we were learning in school, we were there was I mean, we've spoken to it and this is sort of a retrospect now, but even at the time we had this feeling 
I, I know just from teaching all over the country over the last couple of years, I've spoken with hundreds and hundreds of people. And, you know, the same feeling is like, I don't really think that that stuff's all that effective. And I almost graduated college thinking, I don't know if this is actually a legitimate form of, of practice. I don't know that this actually does anything. <laughs> and that's a scary place to be. And, you know, and I, and I think I saw my, my suspicions and fears confirmed when I started seeing professors at the schools showing up at my seminars to learn pulse. It was awesome because you know what? There are people of all different ages that are coming out. I, I, I was humble enough to know after almost a dozen years in practice, I had to relearn, you know, everything. And I was learning from people that were a lot, um, had a lot fewer years in practice than me. And, and these instructors at school are the same way. They were like, Hey, if it works, I'm on board. And that kind of that kind of attitude. And we have people that have been practicing over thirty years in the group. We have people practicing not even not even haven't graduated yet. Because Absolutely. everybody's welcome. Not everybody's humble enough to, you know we've also had a lot of um jackasses, you know, who just love to do nothing but argue. Uh, you know Well, usually those are the people in my opinion is the people and, and you know yeah. all about that. We talked about this. You know, typically what you find is you start these groups and, you know, you, you put your heart and soul into these things and they mean everything to you and, you. and you put a lot of your time and your money and your effort into these things. And most of the time, the vast majority of the time, people are overwhelmingly appreciative. They love the work that's going on. But there's always going to be those one or two jackasses that never <laughs> contribute anything yeah. until it's time to say something stupid and cause a problem. And, and it's not even a what? dialogue. It's not even a, like if you disagree and want to open a discussion. People do it all the time, but if sure. you just wanted to, like we had a we had one today actually it was in a different group. I mean, the two people that that commented, Matt, you had a very nice response. I couldn't even do it. I just put up a Doctor House video clip from YouTube. You know, <laughs> you're an idiot. That's all I could do because you know you clearly know when someone's being passive aggressive. They're not looking at starting a dialogue. They just want to shoot you down, and uh, you know and. and we don't bite anymore. We really don't bite on those anymore because you know that they, no. they just want to argue, you know, and the response Especially was, if they're a well-known idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And there are several who are not in any groups anymore because of it. And that tells you something right there when they're not in many groups, like most groups are not even allowed in anymore, but that's right. You know, Matt, you, you went in there and put some responses and, and that was, and it's just, it's still going on now. And that's the thing. Like, these these uh, threads go on and on and on, and nothing is even accomplished. Well, I don't believe that the definition of acupuncture means that. I think that what it's like what it's semantics, not a word. Yeah. Well, what the hell are you talking? You know, it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but, I mean, and the definition I used was like pretty much straight out of our scope of practice law. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> It's a word with a definition with Latin roots. I mean, okay, with Latin with a Latin uh, you know parts to it. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really happen so much anymore because those people do get weeded out. And now what we've had is we've had a relatively peaceful group. And I was just reflecting the other day, you know, just going through CMTW and you know the PCH page has a lot to. It's just case studies and just people, you know, posting questions. And, uh, I think it's been very peaceful out, for time. And that's a beautiful it's been thing. Very that peaceful took, for quite a while. 
that took like a couple few years almost to, to cultivate and to really thin out and to also get the hang of it. And, uh, but if you want a group, there are groups out there and you know the, that this too, that are big. They have zero activity. Huge. So I really appreciate everybody coming on the group and posting. And uh, to a certain extent, it does take a degree of bravery to post and put yourself out there like that. But it does. You know, it does. Yeah, I don't. It it does. Yeah. So that's kind of the gist. Is that's kind of like where we've come from and where we've gone. And uh, and uh, you know, our, the degree of our controversy now is Michael, you pissing people off because you're asking for a pattern. I mean, that that's that's about oh, the extent yeah. of it. Yeah. So we used to laugh so hard about how disproportionately angry people would get at me for my transgression versus your transgressions. It was so fascinating. You know, I Josh would go into some group and he he'd type something like, "You're all a bunch of assholes and don't know shit." And like someone would be like, "Well, that's not very nice, Joshua." And then I would go in and someone would say, "Hey, so there's all these like western medical diagnoses, blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "Do you have the pattern?" And they're like, "I can't believe you." would ever ask for such a ridiculous thing. <laughs> they were outraged. Audacity. Josh would actually you. There was a time, Josh, I actually remember very clearly where you were like, you actually said something along, along the lines of like, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And like something like really abrasive. And and it was just like the response was like sort of either non-existent or like really placid. And, <laughs> and I was catching shit left and right for the most like ridiculously like oh, non-offensive comments. We were laughing about it. You couldn't even say, you couldn't even say uh, boo in the groups without being people being like, how dare, I cannot believe you. You are, <laughs> what, what, what was the other word that you Condescending was one. It's not a snarky. How can I recommend herbs that, without a pattern? I mean, kind of important. And so then let's have it instead of you being like snarky. Well, then let's have a discussion about coming to a pattern, you know, and what that means. Oh, Maybe it. it does mean something to different things to different people. Maybe people did learn, huh? learn it in one way at a school and different at another school. Well, then let's talk about it. Let's not get immediately offended. I mean, it's, it's Facebook though. So, it's hard to pick up tone and it's hard to pick up, you know, um, the subtle it, it is. aspects of language when you're actually speaking to somebody. So it's kind of hard. And, and we've have had a lot of miscommunications and like a lot of, Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. No problem. And you know, everybody kind of has a powwow and makes up, but there are times in the past where we had a lot of passive aggressive people come on. Yeah. And I'd be like, you're just, you're an asshole, you know? And Oh my, well, we had they would hammer it out. Well, I did have a few people that were like, oh, my God, I can't believe. And it's like, really? You come on, be passive. And then I just put that out there, and now I'm the one? Oh, come on. Get, delete. Goodbye. You know? Let's stop with the game. Enough with the game. So there are thousands <laughs> of Josh, you don't have time for them to be there. playing games with your heart like that, man. No, don't. What's that, what's that Tom Petty song? Stop. What's what? Stop, stop dragging my heart my heart. Around. Stop dragging no, that Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's really, that's awesome. you know, when I hear that song, it's just, it's my, it's kind of my anthem. It's my, it's my thing. Right. And so that's, that's, that's what we had to deal with, you know? And, and I think we still do. I think we still do. We still do. I mean, our hearts get dragged. Are we still on the heart thing or no? Hey, hold on a second. So 
our good friend Rebecca on Sutherland's out there listening in the ether, and she's loving this, but she wants to call in. Josh, um, she said she can hear you when she calls in, but she wants uh, to talk too. Yeah. All right. Let me see her. See if she's lingering she there. Maybe she might be. She might be hanging out there, waiting to get I'm in on like... the action. Hey, there's it's you. Becky. Hey, hey Becky. Can you hear me? What's up, Bebex? Hi, it's Rebecca, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, nice. You're welcome. 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 Glad to, to have show. you. Hello. Hello. What could you possibly want? Um, I'd, I'd like to just give a, a quick birthday shout out to Matt. Yeah. According to Facebook, Josh's birthday. Now, Josh, I want you to know that yeah. I wish Matt a happy birthday today. Did you? I didn't even go to the office today. I, I tried to avoid about it. Because you're such Josh, a diva on your point? birthday. Were you not even remembering my birthday? All the I, truth all of the I matter is, Matt. All I'd hear at the office Go. today is, it's my birthday. Did you know it's my birthday? It's my birthday today. Guess what? Today's my birthday. Yeah, great. We're going to part. We're going to have fun. Yeah, we're going to have cake this weekend. Are we going to celebrate my birthday? Oh, my God. <laughs> Him and his birthday. He's such a diva. Something like really abrasive. And, and it was just. Whoa. What did I just hear? Whoa. What I don't that? know. Michael's I don't know just, just like. Happened. Who knows? That was very. That was, that was like a really big delay that just played back. That was weird. Um, no, because now, Matt, were you treating, on, so of course. Matt, were you treating treating patients in your birthday suit again, or? Yeah, that's, that's what everybody about this. I thought there was a new uniform. It's the CMTW T-shirt with no pants. That's... And a belt. <laughs> no, and a belt. That's how we do that. Yeah, we're going to unveil this weekend at Chavals. Yeah, T-shirt, T-shirt dress. T-shirt with a belt. That's your favorite uniform. Rebecca, right? Yeah. And yeah. and the shirt has yeah. to be too small. Because if you just put right? a belt on, it turns it into a dress. Yeah, you, you can't stand that. Josh, oh, it's too early in the, the show to be devolving. It cannot be. No, it can't be. Not yet. But Rebecca, you've been there since day one, right? More or less? Has it been day one? It's probably been, I don't know if it's day one, but it might be day 35. Day 35. You were, you were. Yeah. Okay. But I was there. Rebecca, you were you were early. You were early. I was early. Yeah. I was early. Actually, it was funny. I um, I had I was googling or not googling. I was doing a search on the CMTW site uh, page because I was trying yeah. to look up an old question that I had posted. It was about like an MS case, and I wanted mm-hmm. to try to refer back to it. And when you search your name, it goes back to like all the posts that you've ever posted or have like. <laughs> Yeah, anything that your name is is in, and I found uh-huh. like all these really funny, like old ass, like like Michael <laughs> posting an acupuncture case and like Michael um, posting an acupuncture. Does that even happen anymore? That's like citing uh, Bigfoot. It's been a you very know, it's long so, it's time. It's so weird because I'm such a big fan of acupuncture <laughs> too. I'm surprised they don't post more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. isn't that funny though? And isn't it funny, Rebecca, how you go back in time and you can see how, like, not to be corny, but how you've come for all of us. I can say this for me too, oh, at God. least. You've come a long way. Oh yeah. Or you've no, come anyway, maybe I, not a long way. Yeah. And I, I, I think I said this to one of you guys, or maybe, but I don't know. I get you all mixed up. But like, um, <laughs> I, hey, like, you we know, don't all look only... the same, Rebecca. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. I'm just apparently what Rebecca's saying is apparently we all look the same. That's coming from <laughs> that's 
from now, Rebecca, 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 Coming from an Asian person, that's very racist right now. I I feel very uncomfortable, and I feel triggered. I feel offended. You're saying that all white men look the same? I'm I'm offended. I can't even tell us apart. Obviously, I'm the best looking out of everyone. Uh, She's just being uh, nice. (laughs) Anyways, what I was saying, it's only been two years, but it's been, like, it's only been two years, but it's been, like, a lot has happened in two years. Like, a lot has happened in two years, and it's it been pretty years? amazing. Is that right? No, it's been almost, well. The, well, for, since for the Facebook page, it says it goes back to 2016. So, 2016. it's really yeah, only been a couple of years. Well, you did No, you did yeah, we did podcasts in 2015. Yeah, no, no. Yo, August 11th, 2015, I believe, is when we launched the group. No shit. Okay. Wow. Well, maybe so, I only started posting in 2016. I have no idea, but I, anyways, but you either in way, the shadows. it's been a, it's been a short amount of time, but a lot has happened in a short amount of time. A lot like I'm happened. not even like, I am not even close to the same practitioner. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah, you know, you'll never we be the same. We had never even met back then. Rebecca, no. I have a question for you with regard to that. So what, why don't you share a little bit? How, how, how did CMTW transform your practice? What were you doing when you discovered us? How did you discover it? And then what did it, what did it do for you? Um, well, I can tell you, start, what attracted me to was that you guys were pissing everybody off. <laughs> and that was like, and like, that's, I don't know, that's like, that's like my favorite thing right. to do. <laughs> um, I can't help myself when I see like ridiculousness on the internet and oh, um, goodness. Yes. Yeah. And uh yeah, so and then to kind of see people I think it was maybe you guys were posting on like acupuncturists on Facebook and then I was just dying laughing. We, I'm like, we were you guys the trolls are amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was great. And I was like, Ooh, I like these guys. It's actually funny. We we actually developed a tactic where we would go in, set off a bunch of incendiary devices, sit back, pop the popcorn, and wait for people to melt down. And then what I would do is private message the people that agreed with me and tell them to join CMTW. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. That may have been what happened. But anyway, to (laughs) to answer your question, I actually... I mean, it was probably as early as like two years ago. I was pretty serious about quitting, like quitting this yep. profession because wow. I was pretty much, I was treating this like it was a hobby. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't realize it at the time, but that's another right. thing. Like kind of being like what has done is it like, cause you know, I have a lot of friends, like, friends that I'm still like from acupuncture school that I'm still friends with here and I like them a lot but they don't we all kind of like everybody kind of has the same mindset mm-hmm. and it's not very business focused and it's I don't even know like I, I can't even describe it it's just I love them to death but I just kind of like I don't want to call them like losers but it was just kind of like we were all just well, kind of cutting around yeah. and you know, not yeah. treating this like businesses, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and this group, you know, I kind of thought that that's how the whole profession was. 
And I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people in the profession like that, but it was actually like, I saw that there were people in this group that were doing really well. um, Mm -hmm. Or they were actually in the same position as I was. And it was like a way to kind of, you know, relate to other people, you know, because solo practice is lonely as hell. Oh, it is. And that's where I was. I was like, it was, you know, isolating and there's, like no one to learn from really like there's no mentors like even the people that I figured that I thought were mentors are like not even really doing that well like um yeah so it just kind of really provided like you know a like a wider uh like view of the profession and I think like really the biggest thing is that like and I think it can it's probably the same for a lot of people is that like you know, oh, wow, we can, like, there's a community here and yeah. that we can all relate to each other. And um, I think just that in its own, it's like, I'm not alone. Like, I'm not practicing alone. I'm practicing alone, but I'm not alone. Um, yeah, exactly. So it was, it was, it, yeah, it was awesome. Well, <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's a great group and it still is. So. Well, and Rebecca, we were looking for those things too. I mean, I was in Syracuse. Michael you were in Syracuse, then you went out to Montana like an like an a hole, and then you know we were all alone, and we needed, but we were together. We were together, and I don't. I think what people don't realize is we were all kicking our own asses too. Like during this whole time, we were excited. We were like, and we still are. During the development of this, we were like psyched, and we're just like we were rough around the edges, and we're all just excited, and because this is how we were approaching it to kick our own asses into, into gear here, you know, because we were all doing, you know, similar things. Maybe it was kind of a hobby, but we're, we're discovering this discovery process was amazing. And that's when, like Michael said, we had plenty of reasons to, to, to go out and give a fight and, and you, and it resonated with you. And that's, that's really cool. And some people were offended at first and they've come around. Some people still think we're, bullies and you know what are you going to do but i think overall people are you know people can kind of separate too. like i don't like this but i like that you know it's not perfect it's not going to be a perfect world for everybody do you remember that day josh we were we were like early in the growth phase of cmtw josh and i were on the phone and it was like we were texting back and forth i'm like holy shit we've had like 300 people join the group today 400 people (laughs) 500 people we had that there was like a one or two day stretch where josh and i were like what is going on the the like the floodgates opened and we swelled i think we broke a thousand people and we were like what the hell just happened yeah it dawned on me we were just leaving the group up i was leaving the group up at my office all the time in my in my office i'd have i'd have the group on and it would just sit there and quietly hum away like it was sort of like a comforting thing that if i had a question while i was in clinic I could run to the group and ask real quick and a mm-hmm. whole bunch of really smart, sharp people would answer and I would run right back to the treatment room. And yep. that was the mm-hmm. coolest thing. And what I dawned on me is that there were, there were hundreds, if not thousands of people all over the world doing the exact same thing all the time. Boy, it was yeah. amazing. It was not yeah. just yeah. us. It's not just no. a few people. It was thousands of people having, facing the same thing. Yep. It gave me a lot of confidence too, because like I had, you know, I'd 
pretty much right out the gate from graduation, I started studying Dr. Tan. And, you know, I'd taken his classes, like seminars, like a ton of times, and I was, you know, using it exclusively. But I didn't really know if I was really good at it. <laughs> and so, like, people were asking questions, and I was answering them. And um, I was like, oh, shit, I guess I am kind of good at this. <laughs> good so, to have that feedback. Yeah. But that's the community yeah. part of it. And that's another kind of it's a confidence booster it was awesome and that's i didn't another, have any of that you know another benefit of the community is that we we do get confidence from each other or not well, even just from each other directly not like go get them killer you're doing great not even that just from saying oh look at this and seeing what's going on and seeing what the community is doing and going through mm-hmm. as well and you're like oh okay and it's really i it's uh yeah, it's addictive. Not addictive. It's like spread like wildfire. Yeah, I saw it like yeah. immediately from like the early days. It was like uh, because there were other groups that had a lot more people. Like there was Accus on Facebook, and there was other groups that were active, but nobody had the response time that our group had. It was like there was such a concentration of people that were really, really, really good clinically that were in the group, and so you could go and ask a question go to the treatment room, come back and be like, that didn't work. And someone would say, okay, try this. Like that. <laughs> there was, there were so many people that were on there and like kind of ready to go. I think doing, and it proved that they were doing basically the same thing we were that like, yeah. that we were always kind of had it up and running and ready to go. And I think Josh, especially in the beginning, you and I were really on top of stuff, answering questions really quickly. And the reason I knew that is because people were like, how are you guys answering questions so fast? I was like, well, either we're having like a really slow time in the clinic. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but, but we were on it pretty good. And I think that helped establish that kind of like, that was the standard for the group. If you well, were going to be on. Yeah. I had a community clinic at that. I had a community clinic at the time. So I was spending a whole three minutes with each and I was just, we had, we were, that's the thing. I mean, it's a mix of people that are good with technology, communicate very well. Because you can be True. in with a patient or in between patients, and it's right on your phone. It's two seconds, you know? Right. And you so, look at it, you're we like, oh, I wonder also, what the question is. Yeah. And we're all using these, the techniques at the time were, were a lot of distal, and we're all using so much of that, and even motor points in the beginning, too, because Rich came on pretty early. And Definitely. we were all using that, and so it was all right there. It was right at the, off the top of our head, you know? We were just just sucking it up like a soaking it up like a sponge, you know, and I think that that helps too. So, then we got into uploading videos. Remember, <laughs> we yeah. were like, just start start uploading videos, and then one day it was like, hey, you know, we need to teach some seminars. <laughs> Let's get some seminars together. The first seminar in uh, Albany, eight people, and uh, right. just showed that there was a demand. You know, he was just threw it out there, and there was a huge demand, and I think. Right now, Rebecca's going August. to probably wow. 95% of eight our seminars. Eight people went to Albany? I'm, su- I'm surprised you weren't in Albany, Rebecca. I'm, Damn it. I'm, I'm impressed. I don't know what, what class was that. I'll tell you, I wasn't the, there from the very beginning, apparently. Rich's first motor point class. The, yeah, Rich's yeah. first yeah, motor point class. Yeah, I was not Yeah, it was what, uh, me, Dan, Pam, Fernando, uh, Smokey was there Hart. for day one, um, Ashley Hart. I'm trying to think who else. Wow. Uh, David Blake yeah. Jones. David Blake Jones. I don't Jones think that was officially there. a CMTW seminar, though, was it? I think it was just Rich doing motor points. I think the original CMTW was the one in August, the three-day. That was the first. 
Oh, the yeah, official the official. CMCW. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was the first seminar we did through the group. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. this is the first official official one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, was, that one was really that was fun, way. man. Because then all those people came from Facebook. There we had like I don't know. I think how many didn't we have like a hundred or so people show up for that weekend, or maybe it was less than that. I can't remember. But wow. over the course of the three days. That was really cool because we started to meet all these, put all these faces to the names on Facebook. That was wild. Yeah, that, yeah. once you start, yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy <laughs> how all the people that we've met in person from all over the place through seminars. Yeah. <laughs> Memories. Exactly. <laughs> this is fun. Hey, Rebecca, were yeah, you at the first one in August? I was not. My oh, first, um, God, my first seminar with you was uh, was Michael's. Uh, it was. Michael's in November. Yeah, in Syracuse. That was the first one. Oh, and you know what? Yeah, it was. A, it was, I think it was like November. Yeah, and um, uh, no, it was funny because I was actually kind of because I usually did I did all of my continuing ed through like eLotus. Um, right. You know, so I did them all online and or like maybe if Nisa was holding one or whatever and I needed to get some credits, I would go to that just because it was convenient. So this was actually the first and aside from like a Dr. Tan one, um, like this was the first uh, seminar that I had attended that wasn't like Dr. Tan or E-Lotus. So like I was actually really nervous (laughs) going. Really? Yeah, because, um, well... Yes, I was really nervous because I was afraid that, like, everyone was going to suck. <laughs> That's funny because I just, like, you, I just had this you, fear that, like, you know, all the acupuncturists were going to be kind of lame and nobody wanted to drink. And, like, <laughs> drinking is key. I like that was that was your be, criteria. Like, a, <laughs> that was it was going to be a bunch of straight-edge people and, like, no, and it was actually cool. I went and I was like, this is awesome, like. There's like everybody's really normal, and like I, I don't know why I was so surprised by that. Um, maybe it's, I don't. Know. I like that you were. I think you were worried. Like, oh, if I go to this medical conference, it might just be all about like the medicine, and it might be like really just you know sort of a dry affair. You were more worried. Yeah, were more worried about whether people are going to party or not. Well, you know, it was just more if people were going to be like kind of social. No, I don't. Because, right, right. You know, the field by nature. Time, I was way more introverted and it uh-huh. was because I like had like no confidence. So like I was nervous to go and so, meet new people. So And then you met the ultimate buddy duddy, Becca. Oh. And then I met Michael and then I realized I am not the most boring person on the planet. No, exactly. you're not the ultimate the ultimate <laughs> the most awkward. You're not the most socially awkward person. Uh oh. in fact you covered you covered up your your introvertedness well with your remarks and witty comebacks. But, you know, you the funny thing was, well, my first impression of Rebecca was, you know, she's kind of a diva. All right. So kind of a prima donna, but you know, she really just did nothing but complain about the Ramada. Oh, the Ramada this. Oh, the room that. Oh, the... And then one I day we're at the bar, at the Ramada, that. we're at the bar, I never said and that. Rebecca's, Rebecca's like going to 
you know, pack it in for the night or whatever. Supposedly, she's, that means like she's like got an hour left. So, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're going to go to your hotel. Where are you staying? She's like, here. I'm like, you <laughs> are staying? <laughs> you're staying Wait, at the Ramada? When, I didn't think it was here good enough for you. After Wait, talking all that trash about the Ramada. After Wait, talking all that there. trash, you're staying at the Ramada with all of us. <laughs> When did I say oh, all this? I don't recall this like conversation that I don't recall. Like you know, it was kind of like joking that? around about it, but I don't I, recall. I, like what I, seminar are you talking about? When I mean, you know, Josh does, Josh does make a lot of stuff up too. He might just be lying. Uh, you know, yeah, I think you're no, sure. no, no, Matt remembers it, right, Matt? Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah. recall. Wait, which seminar was this? I don't oh God! It was well. It was a couple of them. Are you you came to? Because you'd always been complaining about the Ramada. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. maybe your second or third seminar in. We were sitting at the bar like Sunday night or something, and then you mentioned that you know that you'd always stayed at the Ramada. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I like, like we assumed that you were across the street at the Double Tree. Yeah, like you were, you know. I like, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> you know what? Just, I think you guys you know are getting me, confused. John? You know what it was on I think you're getting that we we insisted on using the eight track of podcasting technology blog talk radio where if one person talks it shorts out everybody else. Why why yeah. did we just use the podcast software that we have that really kick ass Zoom stuff? Why are we doing this? Dude, this is a, uh, why, why, well, uh, it's Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. There you go. But we yeah. really Please. did like it dawned on me that if we were on Zoom right now, we could all talk over each other, and everyone would be able to hear everything, except in this thing, it just cuts out. Well, <laughs> it's not the best, and, uh, you know, we're going back to our, our old ways of talking over each other. It's really Michael, you know. He's just got such a strong, overbearing personality that I he just it. has yeah. to be. Yeah. Thank you, um, Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, oh, no, I, was so about, I was talking about the software. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, uh-huh. Burn. But we love. That's okay. No, I love you too. Well, <laughs> all right. So, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Sister. Okay. Well, we have uh, two seminars a month for the rest of the summer and into the fall. So I'm sure I'll see both of you at some point. Rebecca, I'm going to see you in a couple weeks. That's uh, yep. That's awesome. Blessing us with yep. your yes. presence. We, Josh, we are going to see Rebecca in the next co- in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. I will be seeing her also. Hooray. Huh. Can we jump in the lake if it's really hot out? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rebecca, are you coming for Andrews on July 7th and 8th? I am. Yeah. I think okay. I booked a hotel. <laughs> I have to remember oh brother I, I i have come up so many times that i don't know if i've booked a hotel or not <laughs> um yeah well, but i'm pretty sure well, i did well okay so well that's good what do you guys think about uh the nccom changing the test the testing rules let's save that uh, for the next installment yeah <laughs> So we got. We'll come up with more topics for the next time. Well, I think we'll we'll do this again next week. We'll come up with lots of. Uh, but it was just a catch up. I wanted to uh, today, just catch everybody up on where we were, where we've been, and and where we are now. 
Yeah, and, it, was uh, it was good. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. Thank you. Kind of I needed. I needed a good laugh yeah. today. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we provided it. it Michael. Michael, yeah. if uh, if you want, uh, you know, let me know about your your next uh, aesthetic uh, gynecology acupuncture seminar. Okay. I will. I will definitely oh, keep new, you informed. It's your new niche. <laughs> You're put those, yeah, I, I, yeah, on a new. I, I didn't want to tell you this, but that's actually my class. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to raise you awareness to about my new specialty. You have to go all the way to Egypt to to get it. To get it up. Yeah, well, that was, that, that, was, that was the only place I could find the market. <laughs> Are you screening people now for the seminar? Definitely. Oh, Definitely. So if there's interest, everybody, you know, let me know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, today's uh, Thursday. So, yeah, we're not going to do a video podcast until next week, but I, we'll, we'll see you guys on the group. We'll catch up on the group. Absolutely. Rebecca, hang in there. We'll talk to you soon. Thank yeah, thanks you. for calling in. Josh, have a good uh, one, man. I'll talk to you soon. You got it. All right. See you guys. All right. All right. Good night, guys. Bye. Good night. Bye. Yeah. Bye.